It's now time for Race Chat Live with Chris Creighton and Craig Moore. Uh, 
for the most part. So I don't, I'm going to ask you guys a question. I want to go around the table before we get to the bubble drivers for this week. Because uh, I posted something on the Facebook page, I believe it was yesterday, about Jimmy Johnson making the playoffs. But um, do you guys like these double headers maybe on a Saturday and then they go back, obviously, to like Dover on Sunday? Uh, and doing these triple race, these triple race weekends. Uh, Greg, most definitely, uh, I've enjoyed the double headers, uh, but I, I feel like we're kind of getting the same story, second verse uh, uh, for the for the for the double header weekends. You know, being at the same track, uh, I, I think that I called this past weekend. You know, it was going to be. Either Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick, or Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, and I'd be damned if uh, <laughs> those two didn't put on their best and uh, go out there and kick some ass this past weekend. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know, Craig. Uh, I don't know who's. <laughs> I feel like uh, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick have stuck the show up. Uh, so it's kind of hard to make that 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 opinion or that adjustment. Um, I would like to see. You know, a Wednesday race and a Saturday or a Sunday race for sure. I, I, I am looking forward to seeing something to that event. But I, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of the same track. We just understand that they were trying to catch races up, and that that was the fastest way to do it. And uh, kudos to NASCAR for for quick thinking something like that. There's going to be some things that we'll never see again after this year. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for that. Oh well, yeah, I know that I am. Taz, are you there? Yeah. Okay. What did you What do you think? I'm mixed about it. Um, it. I like it, but I don't. I'm kind of on the same page as Chris. Like, I like that we're having two races at one track. Um, but it's always the same result, sadly. Um. It, I'm so for the most part, Chris kind of took the words out of my mouth. I'm there, but not there. Right. No, and I agree. I, I think it's. I think it's. I understand as Chris said the NASCAR's uh, outlook on it, but does make it tiring if they don't change it up a little bit. If they don't do something different, it looks like the same race, same song, second verse. CJ, are you there? I know he said he was going to be working on the website. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was. Uh, I had to mute myself. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in, in this one real quick. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit different when it comes to the same track. I, I agree 100%. Um, there's got to be something differently done about it if this is something that's going to happen again because, you know, watching Hamlin and Harvick run away with it and dominate um, these races and how this is going. This has not been the best the best-case scenario for NASCAR, because they, they've had an opportunity to really capitalize. You know, they were the only sport playing, and then now you've got NBA boycotting, not boycotting, boycotting, not boycotting. you got the NFL, you don't know. College, half the conference, you don't know. Still, even with – nobody's even really talking about baseball, whether or not other than them postponing games or the, who how many tests have been positive. Hockey is really only one of – they're not really a lot of thought, but the only other one that's not really negative talk. So NASCAR has had an opportunity to maximize on this, and I just don't feel that they have 
Um, if they do the back-to-back tracks again, the same track, I would like it to be a little more, a little bit more twist to it, make it intriguing. Like, you know, run a day, run a Daytona, run a Bristol, and you got to use the same car. If you get damaged, your crew's got to spend all night fixing it. You're not allowed to have another car, no nothing. Um, find ways to kind of twerk it to make it interesting and make these, these drivers strategically race and then instead of, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do. And then, you know, just, I mean, what, right now, what is Hamlin and, and Harden really got to do? Right? They, they pretty much do what they want. They're going to go deep into the playoffs with all the playoff points they've accumulated. Um, make, make, if you're going to have these back-to-back races, find ways to make it intriguing. Kind of throw a wrench in there somewhere. Um, if not, we're going to have what we have. And we got Hamlin and Harvick just taking turns dominating every weekend. Yeah, inverse the field, take the lap cars in front of the 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 uh, the leaders. I mean, anything, <laughs> anything. Uh, make them make them run the track backwards. Uh, just give us something different the next day, so that uh, you know somebody that has that good setup is put to the test. You take away that top pit stall and. Uh, you know, you might actually see some good racing. Uh, you make these guys start from the very back, of course, they're going to make their way back to the front. But you stick all the fast cars in the back, and it makes it a little bit harder uh, to maneuver through the field. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, when you're... when you're, Why? Huh? What's wrong? Oh, man, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, that was my you kids, know, as know, always. If you, the, if you invert the entire field, you're going to have some of the big drivers, uh, Kyle Busch, sorry, CJ, um, that will whine and complain about some of these drivers that shouldn't uh, be in the way. I like that. That's a little sorry, CJ, before we got started here. Well, yeah, he wanted to preface that, and that was probably smart. <laughs> He's not on the payroll officially. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you will have somebody whining like that, but you're gonna have somebody whining anyway. And uh, like I said, you you know, you stick two or three fast cars back there behind the field, and yeah, I mean, they're gonna they float to the top, you know, like a bobber does. But you know, you 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 completely do a complete invert, and uh, those guys have got to go around some of the 16th and 14th place cars and. You know, you, that's when you're in the field of Ryan Newman's and uh, Matt Kenseth's and stuff. Well, you know, not Matt Kenseth this year, but they'll stick that. They'll they'll, they'll be um, very cautious about letting you just get around them. So, Eric Amarola is the new Ryan Newman. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. That guy's hard to get around. Well, that's always that's always a plus. I mean, he's he's. He's for the top tier team now, so he has no reason why he shouldn't be running up front every day and be keeping cars behind him. So, I mean, he's doing a lot better than Danica Patrick in that ride. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Lord have mercy. No, uh, no, uh, sorry, DJ, before we said that one. I mean, Listen, Danica was so like bad at riding, even Eric Rogers got rid of her. Aaron Rodgers got rid of her. Oh, my God. I mean,. I still drink the bath we water. Still. I don't care. Better my way. Wow. Wow. Oh Shot over God. the bow? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> have you seen how blessed that woman is? 
Well, I love that guy. I was asked to mention Danica Patrick in this show tonight. I want to know who. I want to know. I want to know who, who paid that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing a lot better than Danica did. Oh, really? <laughs> I hope the guy should have drive for SRX because boy, Evernham. Oh, that would be a good addition. Wow, I you know. I can't believe uh, I can't believe I didn't think of that one. That could be a possibility. <laughs> well, I mean, if they want cars wrecked, well, that's a great on. possibility. Well, then on the topic of FRX, there is some drivers that they do follow right now, unannounced, that could be in it, um, and they have. Highly hinted at one driver so far, but I don't know if you'll join them or not. But here's the possible drivers that they could get that have not been announced. And um, in no particular order, uh, Dale Jr., Kurt Busch, Greg Biffle, Ken Block, who is a uh, rally car driver, uh, Catherine Ledge. Uh, in some IndyCar driver, um, Danica Patrick, Jeff Gordon, Austin Dillon, and they are highly hinting for Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, well, Jimmy I, did I say just he's don't think Jimmy. I don't, yeah, I don't Jimmy did say he's not gone, but I think Junior retired because of medical and his wife. I don't, I don't see Junior doing anything. He's got to do consistently. Well, being that they play racetrack six times for six times in like two months, and Junior's ran like one or two races a year since he retired. Uh, I just don't see it. The medical, I think that the one or two races, I think his wife gives him permission to do. I don't, I don't see knowing the issues he had. I don't, I just don't see that happening. Like, it's nothing against Erner. I don't care who races in this series. Um, you know, and, and Patrick's got that uh, racing for Stewart uh, connection that might get her in the door if she wants to do it. But I just, I don't know, something about the concussion and all that, I just don't see Junior doing it. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, we also have to realize we, we don't know the track yet either. And I, and I would stand with Jason almost word for word. There's one wrench that could be thrown into the bucket that, I, that may get Junior interested. And that's and that's the fairgrounds in Nashville, right? And Myrtle Beach, right? You take him back to the short tracks that he raced at when he was coming up, and uh, you might see it. You might see a different, uh, uh, different observation. Bro. You know, They're you know, not running Myrtle Beach no more. This, this was last year. I think somebody bought that out. Uh, the people I'm connected with the PR, they're done. Uh, Myrtle Beach was sold. Yeah. Well, they're still Bowman Gray. I, I hope that we've not seen the last of Myrtle Beach. I, I do remember uh, coming across the article uh, that said that they were going to be closing at the end of the year, which is very unfortunate. I mean, Myrtle Beach is one of the one of the coolest tracks in the world. Uh, there's also, uh, I think, what is it, South Boston? It's not too far from, from there. I agree with Myrtle Beach, and i got to go ahead for a time. Myrtle Beach is a great track. Yeah, they're, they're looking yeah. into... Um, they're they're following they're following four tracks, but they're looking into five. Last I knew, um, Eldora obviously being one of them. That was a no brainer. Um, 
They're looking at Knoxville. Um, I believe Nashville Fairgrounds was one. And Lucas Oil Raceway, or known as IRP. Those are confirmed. They follow, but they obviously haven't announced if they're racing there yet. There is one short track in Connecticut. I don't remember the name off the top of my head that they're looking at. Um, but I know I know one dirt track they should try if they are doing Eldora and Knoxville for big names, but they should try Williams Grove. Mm. Mm, that would be nice. That would be nice. So Yeah, beautiful track. What I'm going to do is you had Chaz, you had said about uh the drivers that they are looking at. I'm going to take and I'm gonna post that up on the race chat live page. Will you inbox me those drivers again? I couldn't write them down as quick as you were uh rattling them off. Oh yeah, I can definitely do that for you. Or you can post them yourself, it doesn't matter. Either but way, I'm, I'm interested. They're out there. Okay. Um, we're coming up on Daytona now. If you remember, if you guys remember, everybody pissed and moaned and bitched and cried about Talladega being a cutoff race a few years ago. Um, then they go and change it and they take Talladega off as a cutoff race. Mm-hmm. So what do they put it? What do they take in? The, what do they do this year? Well, they make Daytona a cutoff race to get into the chase. Now you've got a bunch of drivers on the outside looking in who don't normally sit on the outside looking in, and you've got some drivers there that, uh, like Cole Custer, Austin Dillon, who are on the inside looking out. And like that proverbial little spoiled kid who just got what he wanted going, nah, 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 I'm in, you got to fight. Um what do, you, what do you guys think about Daytona being that uh, that cutoff race? Pat? I like it, but I don't. Uh, I like the anticipation, um, the hype that Daytona always brings. Um, I don't like it for the reason that they... Um, I don't like it for the drivers who are trying to get in based on points. Um, try to put everything on the table and hope to God they don't get into the big one. Well, you're going to have a bunch of, you're going to have, I think Ford is going to sit down. I was listening to, uh, I don't remember what show it was on Sirius yesterday and actually on my way home this morning at one thirty. um, I think there's going to be a bunch of team orders. Those drivers that aren't in but are close or just above the cutoff line are uh, those manufacturers are going to instruct that they be helped to make it in, i.e. Ford, uh, more importantly, with uh, Matt Benedetto to make sure that he makes it in. That was one of the things that was said yesterday. Um well, you You're know, Chevy guys and Hendrick is going to do anything they can for Johnson. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, it should prove to be an interesting Saturday night. Uh, I know that I'll be sitting by the TV watching it till uh, 
it is time to go to bed. I've got two more weeks left of work, and then I'm going to be out for three months. Um, but here you go. You got Clint Boyer. He's 57. Let's let's start. Yeah, let's start at the top. Clint Boyer. He's 57 points above the cut line. He has eight finishes in a, of 11th or worse in the last 10 races, but he missed, missed clinching a playoff spot at Dover by just three points. Uh, he's pretty much cold going into Daytona on the outlook from what I'm reading on NASCAR.com. He has four finishes of 15th or worse in the five races at Daytona, but most likely he will clinch a playoff spot by the end of the first stage. Well, yeah, I don't know exactly where these guys are all starting. I'll see if I can pull that up or if, Taz, you can pull that up, somebody. Uh, Clint Boyer, in or out? With three points. No, Clint? No, Clint, by what, three points, you said? Yeah, he's got to finish 36th or better. I mean, that's basically basically what he's up against. So, Clint Boyer, he's in. He's without a doubt, he's in. And the guy we just spoke of, Matt DiBenedetto, he's above the cut line by nine. Oh, my God, I said without a doubt. I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, did I really just jinx Clint Boyer? Because literally we are at Daytona. If this was any other race, I believe we could say that, that yeah, Clint Boyer will get those three spots. But now that I think about it, guys, I mean, anything can happen at Daytona. So that's that's the wrench in the bucket for this race right here. Anybody, any anything can happen. We can have a wipeout on lap one, guys. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, wreck the whole wreck half the field. So, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Daytona's not like Darlington. What are you talking about? <laughs> wow, now, there's I, a lot I of love believe, tonight. I do believe Clint Poyer uh, will make his way in, uh, but but let's just remember this is Daytona. Uh, I, I think the second guy that I think that. Uh, yeah, it's basically it's it's one person who's going to get eliminated. Eric Jones can mathematically still make it into the uh, into the chase, but he would need a lot of help. Uh, but but basically, the four names that are sitting there: it's Clint Boyer, Matt Diamondetto, William Byron, and Jimmy Johnson. Like I said, with Clint Boyer, he's got to finish thirty six or better. That's the goal. As for me, well, Matt Diamondetto, he needs fifty one points, uh, and William Byron. Uh, Clint, you know, he's got to have help. Jimmy Johnson, they've got to have, he's got to have help. Help. So, uh, we've got 13 drivers that have clinched the spot. Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brett Keselowski, Martin Truist Jr., Joey Logano, Ron Blaney, Chase Elliott, Eric Amarillo, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, Austin Dillon, and Cole Custer. Um, now, you know, anybody can win, right? Anybody has a chance to win this race. 14, 15, 16. So, yeah, that would be three out of the four drivers that we mentioned. Clint Boyer, Matt DiMedetto, William Byron, and Jimmy Johnson. Um, could Jimmy Johnson be the, the guy looking out? Does Hendrick Motorsports put more effort into Jimmy's team than they do William's team? I see Hendrick as trying to keep these two cars closer together because mathematically, if these two cars finish close together, then they could possibly make the chase together. Um, so you may see an actual teamwork between these two teams, 
uh, as they try to make their way into the playoff system, uh, into the playoff. But now, Benedetto, you know, he has uh, um, definitely locked in on his part this year. I think that a lot of us would have probably said, Matt, Diamondetto is probably going to be on the outside looking in. He needs 51 points, guys, 51 points, uh, and he's locked in. So that that's uh, that, that's that realistically, uh, Matt Diamondetto may his his odds are looking a lot better than others. Um, there's a wild card in this race: Daryl Wallace Jr., Ricky Stenhouse, Michael McDowell, Ryan Newman. Matt Kenseth, Corey LaJoy, Ryan Freese, John Hunter Nemechek, uh, Tyler Reddick. Uh, the, all those guys have a chance by victory. Uh, so this chase may not be decided yet. Or Bubba Wallace. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, Daryl Wallace Jr. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and, and he ran very well at, at uh, uh, super speedways. So... You know, you definitely don't want to count him out. And, Lord, there's been a lot of steam built up this week uh, with some uh, uh, possible, uh, well, right now just rumors that uh, a marketing firm owned by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin uh, could possibly come in and purchase the 43 team along with Bubba Wallace Jr. uh, and uh, have a new alliance with TRD. That's not just one of my conspiracies, guys. That's – that's that's the real deal right there. So uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you put Bubba Wallace into the into the chase, and uh, you know, we get ten more ten more ten more races of uh, <laughs> uh, of of uh, this political correctness that we sent ourselves into. Mm. What else? What? Um, let me go back to the. You pretty much. Hit everybody that, that I was. Gotta, I'm sorry, TJ. Oh, yeah. We're probably yeah, going to have to flowers to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sorry. I'm not going to. I'm not going to apologize. I'm just going to put it out there. Kyle Bush. Wow. He pretty much has. He pretty much has sucked ass this year. Um. I'll, I'll sign the termination papers when they come in the email. <laughs> Wait, do I have email? <laughs> Send it to racechatlive at gmail.com. Um, is he going to turn around his season? What needs to be done to turn around his season? Practice. He's been close. <laughs> but then close doesn't get... Uh, Close doesn't bring the checkered flag. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to be honest with you, he's, he's sitting there in point. I, I think that uh, I don't. I think that all the best equipment's going to Denny Hamlin, obviously. And if there was anything Kyle Busch could do to get that information of what they're running and why they're running so much better. I think he would, but you know what? I think this isn't in Kyle Busch's hands. I think this is a victim of the fourth car syndrome. Uh, we've seen it so many times before. Uh, sponsorship is secure with Kyle Busch. He's coming off the championship. It was time to put somebody else's name in the hat to make sure that they have sponsorship. And whether or not this works for Denny Hamlin, I'm not sure. You know, I know FedEx is not going anywhere 
after a great year that they've had sponsoring him. So, you know, Denny Hamlin's probably one of the few free agents right now that can write his own check uh, of wherever he wants to go. And with that being said, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's such a mystery of why Kyle Busch isn't running up front, you know, and why we haven't already seen a change come in uh, to the crew chief and maybe some some other things. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a little surprised at the mystery too, but I want to hear what Kyle Busch's biggest Ohio fan thinks. Uh, the, the the guy who follows Ohio State football that's too afraid to play football this year. You got some real teams like Alabama oh, and, 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 and Georgia. Wow, a lot of a lot they, of heat. They've been lobbying. <laughs> they've been protesting. They've been everything. So don't say it. the Big Ten might be afraid to play some football. But Ohio State is not afraid to play no football. We we fight yeah, every every angle we can to try to play football somewhere. Um, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want none. Really, <laughs> I can't really put my finger on the whole time. I ain't never seen a team get their ass kicked by the Cajuns, and then now nobody wants to play football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're an Ohio State fan. That's what I'm really sorry about. Go ahead, please. CJ, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. <laughs> I'm, I'm not – I don't get it. Like, we've watched Kyle Busch race everything and dominate, and even the Cup Series, I mean, two championships. And the one year he won, I think, more races than anybody and was out for part of the season with injury. So it's not that the Yeah, that was when the Kyle Busch rule came into effect. <laughs> I, 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 I want to say because Denny Hamlin's in, in a contract and that's where the focus is at, but – I don't know if Henry Hamlin's going to be there next year with possibility of being part owner, even with it being a satellite team of Joe Gibbs. I, I still think that's a conflict of interest. So I don't, if this goes through, I can't see Hamlin racing, but for his own team. Um, and so I, I don't know necessarily if that's the case, you know, it's not that you're trying to push anybody else. Cause I mean, they're, they pretty much have already pushed Eric Jones out the door. And then that leaves you Truex, who's not been all that much more impressive than than Kyle Busch. So I, I don't know if Hamlin's just as just and, and this goes for Harvick as well. Just gotten it better than everybody else. You know that their teams had just lucked out, better had better notes with the no practice, no qualifying. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like Hamlin and Harvick have the cheat codes to all the tracks. And nobody else has them. Like it makes no sense because at this at this stage of this year, this should be like all even playing field for everybody. Nobody has extra advantage. Nobody has qualifying to be up front. Nobody has. It's like it's. I don't. I mean, we can say this about him, but we can say, or I'm sorry, we can say this about Kyle Busch, but we can say this about almost eighty percent of the field. All about eighty percent of the field is sucked. I mean, when, when you compare it to Hamlin and Harvick, everybody looks like crap this year. Um, there, there's been a race here, a race there that, you know, drivers have looked good and a couple drivers have won. But, I mean, let's be honest, um, you know, next to Hamlin and, and Harvick, everybody looks like garbage this year. It looks like a two-race, two you know, two-horse race. Um, 
I think I think Bush will get into the playoffs, and I like to believe that things will turn around. I think that we see te- some teams that will race for next year that they know that they're eliminated once this this uh, chase field is set. Now you got half the field that doesn't really care about the rest of this year. Now they're focused on next year, so that always changes up things. It changes up strategy. It changes up the competition field. The half field don't care. They're more focused on now. What do we need to work on for next year? Let's work on this for next year. Let's, you know, let's let's focus on this setup for this. You know, and while these other guys are focused on now, um, so I, I think that things will change up. I, I I'm not confident. As confident as I once was that he won a championship, um, I think I think there's a good chance he'll still be part of the, uh, the final four. I, I'm just not, I don't know if anybody has anything for Hamlin and Harvick, honestly. Well, Hamlin, you know, if you remember the last two, the last time two drivers were dominating a whole season, which was I want to say 2015. I want to say No, I lied 2017 actually I want to say Truex and Larson Those were the two guys every week To eyeball This year we're seeing Kevin Harvick Denny Hamlin Now you Now if you remember Truex and Larson Truex went all the way obviously And won the championship Larson kind of choked early in the playoffs could we see Harvick or Hamlin have one of those stipulations? And could we also see Kyle Busch pull off what Tony Stewart did for one of his championship seasons? Yeah, definitely. I think that's exactly what Mr. CJ Sports expects Kyle Busch to do, to, to reel off one of these uh, um, years that, like uh, like Tony Stewart had uh, back in, I believe it was 2015. Uh, so, quick note here, Diddy Hamlin had six wins in 20. Do what, CJ Sports? I said I'm not really expecting, it's more of I'm hoping. Right, right. So, Diddy (laughs) Hamlin had six wins last year. Do you guys realize that? Like, he has six wins this year, he had six wins last year. This isn't something, you know, Diddy Hamlin didn't just all of a sudden have a good year. He's had a damn good couple of years. Out of 43 wins, uh, 2018, he had zero wins. 2019, he had six. 2020, he's had six. So, I mean, wherever those six wins were hiding last year, I don't think any of us would have said Denny Hamlin had six wins last year. So, he's won 12 out of the last, what, 50, 62 races. Uh, that's, that's, that's a pretty good one out of every six races, I guess. But uh, um, definitely this year has been an eye-opener. Uh, it's uh, maybe, you know, we've talked about the big three, and I don't ever remember Denny Hamlin's name being mentioned, right? Uh, Mr. CJ Sports has been Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., and Kevin Harvick, right? That was the big three, right? That's what we've talked about for the last three years. So, you know, the fact that Denny Hamlin was able to spout out six wins last year and had you know, uh, a championship caliber season in 2019 as well as 2020. Uh, I think that uh, some of that has been overshadowed by his teammates and how well they've ran. Uh, but, okay. uh, you know, I, I I said at the beginning of the year, Martin Truex Jr. would get zero wins. 
So far, he's only gotten one win, guys. One win by Martin Truex Jr. So, you know, I, I, I kind of predicted that. I'm kind of curious you guys' have thoughts. Let's let's say just for argument's sake, Hamlin ends up winning the championship. Either no wins or even maybe a couple more wins the rest of this year. You still got 12 wins in two years, and you throw in a championship. Plus all the wins he's got, what he's in the 30s or so, I think win total wise somewhere in that ballpark figure maybe. Uh, Who? The Hamlin? 43. Yeah. Okay. So even more so. Um, and the, this impressive run he's had the last two years, like, like I said, this argument thing, let's say he caps it off with a big, uh, with a championship. Will people view Denny Hamlin anything more than Denny Hamlin? Like, I, I just can't. There are certain drivers you acknowledge, okay, they're a great driver, a great champion or whatever. I don't know if a lot of opinions of Danny Hamlin will change other than that's Denny Hamlin. I mean, the guy only had one time in his career since 2006 where he did not have a win. He's had as many as eight wins in a season, and that was 2010. Uh, why this guy doesn't have a couple of championships under his belt is because he's a choker. Um, and that's, that's you know, I, I feel like last year I think that, you know, Joe Gibbs Racing had uh, decided – Internally, who was going to win that championship, and that's why uh, tires were messed up on Truex's car, and a big old sticker was placed on the on the front of uh, of Hamlin's car that made him overheat. Um, you know, just I think that Gibbs preempted that strike, and that's just how it happened. Uh, this year, I don't look for that battle to happen that way, and and you know, I think all eyes, yeah, you know, you're in a situation where three of my cars. Out of out of four uh, that are chasing for a championship, so you know, uh, I guess internally uh, or by fate, or whatever it may be, you know that Cal uh, Bush won the championship, but it's just mighty odd of circumstances on how he won that championship. Uh, but hey, uh, you know, Denny Hamlin is one of the best racers in the league. I mean, he is. He's he's been one of the best racers in the last decade. Uh, he's had more think? wins than Brett Keselowski. So do you think team orders were done last year, one way or another? Let's say two or three Joe Gibbs. I, I think it's very realistic that Kyle Busch can be in the Final Four. There's a possibility that Truex can find himself in the Final Four. I mean, this is Joe Gibbs racing. Let's say two or three other drivers. Uh, there, there's two or three of them in there to include Hamlin. Hamlin gets the nod. Do team orders come down finally for Hamlin, or if there's another Joe Gibbs racing driver in there, does the nod go elsewhere? If Denny Hamlin's leaving uh, Joe Gibbs racing, yeah, there's going to be team orders to to whoop him and not let him win. Uh, I mean, you know, Joe Gibbs plays. He he don't play. He doesn't play. Uh, he doesn't play nice. So if Hamlin's really leaving at the end of the year, even if it benefits Joe Gibbs in some way, form or fashion. Uh, still, there. You know, his back's going to be against the wall if any of the any other of his teammates are there in the final four. But I don't see. I don't. I just don't see Truex uh, or Bush being there in the end. I think that there's, you know, my 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 favorite four: Harvick, Hamlin, either Keselowski or Logano could possibly be Blaney and Chase Elliott. I mean. You know, you take any of the Team Penske cars and you place them in that third spot and you take Chase Elliott from Hendrick Motorsports. I think you could see Chase Elliott 
Um, if you remember, um, well, what was it? Two years ago that um, we had a big three, and then that fourth driver, which was Joey Logano, he like flew under the radar. wasn't one the driver to always talk about because he wasn't the big three, but he always came in when the time was right and he won the championship. I feel like this year um, we're going to see that happen. Um, it, I'm maybe we'll. I have to really like dig and search through playoff schedule and who I once the sixteen drivers are in and see who's advancing and who's not. Um, but I, I'm going to do early prediction of my final four. I'm seeing Harvick. Um, I believe Hamlin's going to pull off um, what Kyle Larson did um, back in 2017. Um, Just have a top-running car, then all of a sudden either bad luck or just choke everything away that you worked for in the regular season. Um, So Harvick, I see a Final Four guarantee. If Kyle Busch can keep his nose clean – um, I could see him being the final four. There was four no because sorry before Texas. that. What's that? There was no sorry, CJ, before that. You, if we're gonna down, <laughs> if we're gonna down the the KY KB, we're gonna have to say sorry before that, or we're gonna he's gonna get butt hurt, or we're gonna show up next week. Well, <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm. Sorry, TJ, I'm not a Kyle Busch fan, but uh, I think he could pull off uh, what Tony Stewart did in one of his championship seasons this year. I I think it's there. Um, but um, if Kyle Busch can get to the Final Four, I could see him being right there in Phoenix. He's always ran well in Phoenix, regardless. Um. I believe the Charlotte Roval's coming up, which favors Chase Elliott. And Chase Elliott, I know, runs well on super speedways as well. So yeah, 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 I think yeah, Chase yeah. Don't keep gloating. <laughs> there you go. I have to favor a JGR driver, and I think Truex could sneak in there somehow too. So I think those could be a final four. Truex can be – he's nothing more than the third wheel. He Truex, Truex is golden – Shoe was Cole Pern. Now Cole Pern's going to IndyCar, man. He's not even going to be interested in what Martin... And the only reason why Martin Truex Jr. has a win this year is because Cole Pern was actually making the crew chief call. <laughs> oh, via Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm not in this Truex at all. I, I, as a matter of fact, every weekend that he opens his mouth, I just want to throw a wrench at his jaw and break <laughs> all of his teeth. Because all he sounds like is a crybaby. Well, the whole field wouldn't move over for me today and let me win. So, I mean, it kind of just sucks. <laughs> I mean, okay, Truex. You know, you were a back-of-the-pack driver for 15 years. And you got lucky, and you had a good crew chief, and you won a couple of champion. You won a championship. You got to run for a few championships, and uh, now you know your golden child is gone, just as Jimmy Johnson's golden child is gone, and uh, you're 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 a mid pack driver. It is what it is. Please do not put much faith into 
uh, Martin Truex Jr. He he is the he will be replaced by Harrison Burton. Well, I have to really look into it once we get our sixteen drivers because, um, like I said, this is my early final four before we figure out who's really in and <laughs> before we go searching into the the uh, final ten races for the championship. So. Well, I think next week when we do the show, we will do a first-round who's out scenario. Um, yeah. I'm going to give then you that's mine. Always I'm gonna, easy. Yeah, that's always easy. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you who I think is going to be out in the first round, and that's going to be MTJ. Um, but I'm going to give you my <laughs> final four right my now. Guy. <laughs> my guy. You're my guy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you my final four. I thought Alton Dillon right would now. be the first one out, but... No, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. Uh, Kevin Harvick, obviously. Tenny Hamlin. Chase Elliott. And... Somebody from Shane Penske. Oh, Kyle Busch. And here's why Golly. I think that. And it's not because I'm sucking up for a contract renewal. Yeah. <laughs> Because when the pressure is on, Kyle, he seems to deliver. And I think that quite possibly could see a crew chief swap at JGR. Uh, Apparently, uh, his crew chief, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But uh, I'll tell you one second. Adam Stevens. Adam Stevens. Okay. Adam Stevens. These guys have been paired together a long time. Right. Well, you know what? It didn't work. It stopped working. The magic is gone. Look at Uh, case in point here. Case in point here. Jimmy Johnson, Chad Canals. Case in point. Now, the argument could be made that, well, if Chad Canales was still over with Jimmy Johnson, he wouldn't be fighting. I disagree. But I was say, did you see uh, the? You see Johnson in twenty eighteen and twenty in the end of twenty seventeen. And he had Canales. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. But. I think that here's some of I shared this in a group thread and I'll talk about it on the show in the last in the first 25 starts out of the 6,493 he's completed one lap shy of 6,100 laps for laps completed of a 93.9%. This is Kyle Busch. He's led 214 laps. Of course we all yeah, know that because we've the been problem. Through. right. That's the we, problem right there. Two only 214 laps is this guy led all year long. We used to get in right. snooze fests fest by this guy. Obviously, we know he has no wins. He's had 11 top fives, 13 top tens. His average start is 10. His average finish is 14.4. He's got four DNFs. Wow. You know, that's uncharacteristic for Kyle Busch, so they need to make a change somewhere. If they don't make it in in these last 10 races, mark my words, as God is my witnesses, and I am getting cut in two weeks. They will make a crew chief change next year for Kyle Bush. Because mm-hmm. Kyle Bush will piss and moan and cry. He will throw a temper tantrum. Sorry, not sorry, CJ. And he will get what he wants. 
especially, of course, he's a especially if he's if if DH is out of there next year. Oh yeah, he's the franchise. He is. Yeah, I mean, and, and and what I would do is I would pull the crew chief over from Martin Truex Jr. and make him the crew chief of of Kyle Busch during the chase just to see if they can build some kind of chemistry together. Because then I know if I'm getting rid of Martin Truex Jr.'s crew chief, and I'm getting rid of uh, you know Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> you know, because you put you you put. Uh, you put Stevens over there with Truex, all of a sudden if Truex turns it around, well, then you know. But if not, then you know that, you know, uh, it, it just helps check some balances in the end. You're, you're going to see well, who's you, beneficial to your organization and who's not. Well, you know with Kyle Bush is great working with working uh, with JGR and Cup and Infinity. Um. I'm pretty sure KBM is has some kind of ties with JGR. So if Kyle Bush were to make any changes on his cup team, regardless of its crew chief, engineer, whatever, you'd know if G, if Gibbs has to make a change in Kyle Bush's team, you know Kyle Bush is going to be right there knocking on the door saying, well, this is what I want. Right, right, right. And, and he'll make that change. I don't. I, mean, I don't see a your... Dale Inman or or or, or a, a Chad Canals ever with uh, with Kyle Busch. Even a Scott Zipadelli uh, stuck around quite a while in Tony Stewart's career. I think Stevens was the guy that that that's it, you know. But after this relationship, I mean, remember Dave Rogers? Dave Rogers had a lot of success with Kyle Busch too, and uh, there's been several other. Uh, crew chiefs that have been very successful uh, for a short time. Uh, you go back to 2008 with Kyle Busch, he had eight wins, you know. Um, uh, t- 2015, I think, was the year before. No, no, that was the first year of Stevens. So uh, he had four wins in 2013. Uh, but, you know, uh, it, th- this guy has uh, has the right to say, you know, that he he wants to try something different. You know, there may not be any motivation coming uh, from the crew chief at this point in time. Well, it'll definitely be interesting. Here's the starting lineup for Saturday night. I almost said Sunday. Saturday night's race. Kevin Harvick, obviously, is on the pull. MTJ is starting second. Logano is third. Kozlowski, fourth. Almirola, Byron, JJ, Alex Bowman, Ryan Blaney, and the man that seems to deliver as much as Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, starts 10th. Kyle Busch is 11th. Uh, other notables, Aust- uh, we don't really care about Austin Dillon. Kurt Busch, 13th. Clint Boyer starts 14th. Dimit Benedetto is starting 16th. Uh, Matt Kenseth, he'll probably wreck anyway. He's starting 19th. And then there's not a whole – oh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott starting deep, deep in the field. He's starting 27th. Now, I don't expect him to stay back there, but here's the drivers that are around him. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse, Jr. Oh, God. Daniel Suarez. (laughs) Ricky. Good old Ricky Stenhouse. Daniel Suarez, Ty Dillon, uh, Mr. Paracone's favorite. Mr. Ryan Freeze, 
the watermelon man starts thirty six. Now here's here's. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's gonna be too aggressive early on. Well, you know what? They're all gonna be those that are on the bubble, and it was talked about yesterday. And again, I don't remember what show it was, but they said that they're going to be aggressive to get in. Uh, let's see if I can figure it out just by the names. I know Matt D. Benedetto, yeah, it was his crew chief. Uh, I believe it was Trayden Paint or was he on with Dave Moody, the godfather, said that he was. they were going to be aggressive getting as many stage points as they needed and possibly a stage win to get to lock themselves in. So every one of these drivers that are on the bubble are going to be false to the wall. It's going to be, they might as well play the ACDC song, Hell's Bells, the entire race for every commercial break because that's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be, uh, or, or the other song by ACDC, Big Balls, because that's what those, that's what those bubble drivers are going to have because they're going to have to. I'm just so proud of Medetta. Yes. Like that, you know, I don't want to pick him as my dark pick. My dark pick for this whole chase is is Ryan Blaney. Um, And I don't know why, but he just seems to be that guy. But I would like to make – I would like to know soon that Diamandetto has uh, earned another year for the Wood Brothers because that that guy has done amazing this year. And no matter what happens at Daytona – we all know who Matt DiMedetto is now, and we—I think we discussed Matt well before other people ever even put them on, on you know, put him on their radar. Exactly. Uh, but uh, you, you know, know this guy he... comes from a deep, defunct DP racing or BK racing. You know, Dibby's done more in that 21 car outside of Trevor Baines' Daytona 500 fluke win than that team has probably seen in a long time. Ryan oh. Blaney got a couple of wins. You know, Pocono. Uh, one of them, I believe, well, is from well, uh, at Pocono. Okay. okay, take away Ryan Blaney. But if you take away Ryan Blaney, I mean, Dibby's put that 21 car in a lot better positioning over the years than a lot of the drivers oh. minus Blaney in there. He's definitely better than Paul Menard. And, you well, know, for two years, Paul I mean, Menard... Well, the only thing Paul and, Menard brought to that was money. Right. Well, Menard, he his his driving style was do anything you can to keep your nose clean and fish the race in one piece. Yeah, they, right. don't make days check too big. <laughs> so you're Paul looking Menard at, knew how to take care of equipment. He was not ever a very good race car driver. But he knew how to take care of equipment, and he had his day's money to fall back on. Now, what made Paul Menard good in equipment was, by taking care of it, was because he knew that if he went out and wrecked every weekend, his daddy wasn't going to write a check for him. So he learned how to take care of equipment, and that was one of the biggest lessons I believe he learned at DEI, you know, was how to take care of a car. And uh, you can thank Tony Gibson for that. Yeah. I just well, you all that, know uh, what. Go ahead. 
you all know what which one driver I'm going to root my socks off for to get into the playoffs for Daytona. Who's that? Which would be Kyle Busch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm not even a fan of him. Geez. He's going to say Tyler Reddick. Oh, good good Lord, no. Yeah. I'm hoping for no. the seven times. Oh wow! I want I want to see my I want to see my favorite driver get into the playoffs for the last time, uh, the last time in his NASCAR Cup Series career. Wow, we're really saying that, aren't we? And I, and I know for the last three years, two years, three years, we have said we can't forget about Jimmy, right? We can't count Jimmy Johnson out, Mister CJ Sports. I know you can verify this. We can never count Jimmy Johnson out. But regardless, at the end of this year, we can't count Jimmy Johnson in. <laughs> That's, wow. And he really does have probably a good chance of going out here and winning it, guys. He really does. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, he's, well, ever since, and everyone's going to say, oh, it's the paint scheme, it's the change in the color, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but no, it's concussions. Uh, it, it's, that's not it. Um, I think Concussions, yes, it is. It is concussions. He, he, he'll, never, he'll never figure out what it was beforehand. That, that wreck at Pocono, where his brakes went out, and he hit that wall wide open, y'all, he was never the same driver again. Jimmy Johnson suffered a major head injury, and like Junior did for so many years, he hid it from y'all. And I think just now Jimmy's getting his his where he needs to be again. And you know, you hear him say, "Hey, I'll go run an IndyCar schedule, but I'm not doing ovals." Well, you know why he's not doing ovals? He's afraid of having another head injury. So he knows he's had a head injury. It's it's just it's you know that's. They, they like Carl Edwards. He's not going to share everything that he knows. No, and he shouldn't. I mean, no. You know, it's like I think the only reason why Junior shared with us was because he had retired. We we didn't know the significance of his injuries. We didn't know about the trip to the doctor in Pittsburgh. We didn't know where the man, you know, this man had seen many concussion uh, patients from the NFL and knew exactly what and how to treat. Dale Jr. for, you know, we didn't know all that until until he retired because literally if you disclose that kind of information, do you think somebody's going to let you in a race car? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. And unfortunately, you know, as I said, his time as a NASCAR driver is now over. He's going to do great in IndyCar, though, guys. Watch and see. Jimmy Johnson is going to race one year part-time in IndyCar, then next year, then the year after, he's going to be full-time, and I guarantee you, he will be running for a championship. He's going to prove to everybody that he's one of those drivers that can drive anything. Since we're at Daytona this week and we're talking about Johnson, here's here's his stats at Daytona overall. In 37 starts, he's won three times, which are all Daytona 500 wins, I believe. Um, 12 top fives, 16 top tens, two poles, 
and has led 302 of the 5,799 laps he's completed. Wow. Wow. He has an average finish of 18.4. That's where his downfall is. So if he can... If he can make some magic happen, which we've seen at the Roval the first time that it was raced, minus the last corner, last lap shenanigans. I don't want to get into that. But he couldn't. He could pull something off if he keep, if he can keep his nose clean. Yeah, I think uh, I think you know Jimmy's got probably just as good a chance as any. Uh, if you want to go to the wild card side, but this particular race, this particular Daytona race, I'd like to point out to y'all has had many first time winners, and uh, they this race has produced uh, Eric Jones's first win, uh, Eric Amarola's very first win, Justin uh, Haley, Justin Haley last year. That's when you start adding all this up, man. Tyler Reddick, right? I mean, wouldn't it be awesome? <laughs> wouldn't it be so great? Yeah, uh, the, your your other rookie into the chase by a win. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I just stir up the rookie of the year battle. I have to make my pick now, and we're running out of time here. Um, I'm gonna get Craig uh, just off to bed as quickly as. We can, so that uh, he's well rested. Uh, but I, I'm going to make my pick, and you just heard it. Uh, I'm picking Tyler Reddick, y'all. I think the redheaded stepchild is going to upset everybody, and uh, Jimmy Johnson and William Byron are going to not make the playoffs, and uh, you're going to have Clint Boyer, Matt DiMedetto, and Tyler Reddick for that final spot. Nice. I, yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Johnson does make it just because it's his last season and he's gonna want to do it. But getting back to your point about him racing IndyCar, um, I think that like you said, he's gonna race it part time and then he's gonna come back the following season if he decides to run following season and he's going to be a serious contender for their championship. And how cool would that be knowing that one of our guys went there? Yes. Did well. Did the I say our guys. Right. right. Our guys, but right. he started off at motocross and, right. and rally trucks or whatever and, it was. Right. But he's exactly. best known for his he's best known for his twenty years in NASCAR. Right. So I mean, I, I would love to see him make it. He's my dark horse. Um but I'm gonna go further out here. Well we'll talk about who I think is gonna go all the way and, and get that big nice shiny cup at the end of the uh at the end of the year next year. But I do want to do this before I forget. I know my mother don't listen to this and she'd probably put soap in my mouth and all of our all the rest of ours. Uh she'd probably make the trip to do it. But she is celebrating her birthday today. So uh happy birthday to my mother. She is I don't know how old and if I didn't if I did remember, she'd yell at me for saying, but uh, happy birthday to her. 
and uh, my son just stopped over at the house to see her, so for her birthday. So that's awesome. That's her. Uh, Happy birthday, oldest, oldest grandson, I think Mom. it is. Yeah, oldest grandson. But yeah, I, I'm interested. I'm going to be watching the race this weekend. I've got uh, I've got one and a half full weeks left of work, and then I go out for my surgery. So. But with good Lord willing, I'll have the laptop at the hospital that following Thursday, and I won't be too drugged up to where I can have a conversation. One step at a time, my friend. Absolutely. Get yourself better. So we will. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm actually going into work in, in the morning, so I've got to get to bed because I got to get up at two thirty. But uh, I again, so Jimmy Johnson. This weekend? Yeah. <sighs> Part of me wants to say Kyle Bush just because, but I'm going to go with Jimmy Johnson. Mm. Mm. I think I think really? he is the dark piss pick, the dark piss pick to win. I can't even talk. Dark pick to win this weekend. I think that he's going to pull a monkey out of his hat and he's going to he's going to win. Wow. <laughs> The Johnson oh. train rolls on. Wow. And besides, you know, Taz is Taz is a local boy. I gotta, you know. So who he's, gets eliminated from the chase? Well, out of the four guys, out of Clint Boyer, Diamondetto, William Byron, and Jimmy Johnson, who gets eliminated? Well, it won't be I Jimmy Johnson if he wins. Byron. Yeah, I'm gonna say Byron. I'm gonna say something's gonna happen, and he's gonna be caught up in a wreck early on. And, but you're uh, putting your marbles on Jimmy Johnson, but all of you will sit here and say the only reason why Jimmy Johnson had all those wins is because Chad Canal. Hmm. I see I see a hole in your story somewhere. Mr. CJ Sports, you, you see that hole in their story somewhere? Uh, well, Byron yeah, hasn't won with Canal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk for CJ Sports, and he's not going to talk for us for himself. Hello. I don't know. No, he might be. He might be sleeping. <laughs> uh, I was just forgot to hit the mute button. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Brandy is making him dinner. That's what's going on. Yeah, the earplugs didn't come out. Or we're put somewhere else. <laughs> All right, so we're not going to get a comment from Mr. CJ Sports, but. Thank y'all for listening to the show here tonight. Uh, yeah, real quick, Taz, who's going to get eliminated? You think William Byron's going to get eliminated? Uh, William Byron. And Jimmy yeah, Johnson's going to win. William. And y'all, you keep you can keep on saying, oh, Johnson did this because of Canals. Well, think of this. Ever, Byron has not been much of a threat with Canals on, the, on top of that box. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see where you're saying that, but William Byron hasn't proven himself anyway. And we all want to, you know, harp on that, but the fact of it is, is Joey Logano wasn't Joey Logano until he went to Pinsky. Right. So maybe William Byron needs to go someplace else to be William Byron. So, you know, we may not have seen the best of William Byron yet. There again, he could be in victory lane uh, this Saturday night. 
if uh, what I if what I said was partially true that this is the grounds for first time winners, and he was definitely one of those guys up for his first win. So we shall see. We shall I'm see. Sure the race, Thank y'all. I'm sure the race shit, uh, the one ten nation message thread will be blown up on Saturday night. Yes, yep, it will. So uh, thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you guys for being a part of the show. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday night for another episode of Race Chat Live with Chris and Craig. Uh, I want to thank our partners, uh, the 110 Nation Sports. Go check out the 110 Nation Sports uh, website. Uh, updated material daily uh, by Mr. CJ Sports. A shout-out to Miss Lee Reed. Always a good conversation. If you listen to the show, we appreciate you, Miss Lee. Uh, shout out to Shannon Bowen because he's still uh, he's still pissing people off with a little liberal ass, and uh, I kind of miss having <laughs> miss having arguments with the little shit is. Uh, sometimes I just have to go and be like, you know, I have to go invade his timeline or whatever, and just talk crap to him because you know, yeah, I think he blocked Shannon. Yeah, I think he did block. He has yet to block me, so he'll call me out and be like, "Man, why are you messing with me or whatever?" But you know, whatever, because. Uh, because I had your back, and then and you treated me like dog dog. So, um, <laughs> but uh, shout out to you, Shannon, and if you're listening to the show, because I know our haters are always close by. And uh, you know, shout out to the Mr. CJ Sports for paying for this show to continue on. And we want to thank you, listeners. We invite y'all back next Thursday night. We don't have any dirt tracking uh, to talk about. Uh, oh, well, well, one one quick note, Spencer Hughes, he was part of the top four along with Hudson O'Neill, Zach Miller, and somebody else that got the invitation to Eldora for the, I believe it's the Show Me 100, or it's one of the 100. Kyle is taking his first late model race today. Oh, has he won yet? Because we all know he's going to win. I haven't heard, any, I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah, we all know he's going to win. Man. Oh man, and, and we didn't even get to talk about Kyle Larson tonight. And uh, that, that's you know, I'm with Tony Stewart. Let's get him back in racing. Now, I know Tony's uh, going to Bat Farm. That's what he needed. He needed an owner to go to Bat Farm to get him reinstated. I think it's time. Me and Mr. CJ Sports had this argument last week. CJ Sports believes that uh, time should not be served yet, and the suspension should go on. Uh, but uh, you know. We won't hold that against Mr. CJ Sports because that's his opinion, and he's allowed that. But other than that, guys, we thank you, and we'll sign off. Y'all have a great week, and uh, check out what Craig Moore's got going on, man. Uh, go check out his page uh, if you're wondering about what he's talking about with the surgeries and uh, being out there for a little while. Uh, just go check his page out and see and uh, help him out. So we thank y'all. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey, Taz. Appreciate you, man. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.